Welcome everybody to the Nerdpool Podcast with the fat fool who loves Deadpool, your host, Jamie. The water's fine. Come on in. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Nerdpool Podcast. As always, I am your host, the fat fool that loves Deadpool. Yes, it's me. It's me. It's a J-M-I-E, your 57th favorite podcast host, and as always, your Sherpa down the road of nerdiness. And on today's episode, we are recapping NXT Brooklyn TakeOver 3, as well as WWE SummerSlam. That's right. It's the return of Wipe That Smark Off Your Face. So let's get ready to talk about some professional wrestling. Ready? Three, two, one. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Again, welcome to Wipe That Smart Off Your Face, where we discuss everything professional wrestling. Today, we're talking about NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam. I'm not going through every match. I'm going to give you just a rundown of certain matches and just give you the results as it goes. Saturday night kicked off with NXT Brooklyn uh, TakeOver 3. It's the third time they are back in Brooklyn for SummerSlam weekend. And this show was incredible, as most NXT TakeOver shows tend to be. From top to bottom, there was not a bad match in this show. The show kicked off with Andre Cien Almas uh, taking on Johnny Gargano. Uh, there was no real build-up to this. They just kind of put it on there as uh, Johnny Gargano, as Tommaso Ciampa's out with an injury, and the whole storyline with that can just can't go anywhere right now. So that's just how it is. Um, Andre Cien Almas got the win over Johnny Gargano in a very well, very good match to start out the show. High intensity, a lot of direction and drama for a match set really shouldn't have had it you didn't think i mean both guys can work but we i didn't think much of it was going to come from it but it turned out to be a really good opening show and a strong start to the nxt brooklyn show next up we have the nxt tag team championships as sanity took on the arthur's excuse me authors of pain and with paul ellering um we started off we thought it was going to be a big demo and uh, alexander wolf it ended up being eric young and alexander wolf when they kind of did the switch before the match started, this was a this was a good match. Um, the Authors of Pain have come a long way from what they were, being just green, just not knowing, brawling talent, to being a, a actually decent tag team. I'm not saying they're great. I'm not saying they're even going to be the best there is. But I think they're, they're a good shot in the arm of what a powerhouse tag team of like the Road Warriors could be, uh, what the WWE needs right now, as they don't have a team like that. To my to my knowledge, they don't have anything that like that. And the Authors of Pain do a very good job of Paul Ellering being with them. has helped them tremendously, and it can tell. Sanity, I love this faction. Eric Young is one of the best professional wrestlers is. You hear me say that a lot, but he really is. Um, he's never going to be a main – I don't think he'll ever be a main eventer in the WWE on the main roster. But he's a great, solid hand, and he plays his character so well. He gets so in-depth with his characters. And him leading Sanity with Alexander Wolf and Damo – uh, they just work so well together. And Nikki Cross, um, I fully intend they the uh, Sanity wins and defeats Authors of Pain to become the new um, NXT Tag Team Champions. So I, I think the Authors of Pain are probably going to the main roster soon. And I don't think Sanity is far behind them because they're too good to be wasted. But right now the tag team division can can be a little shallow in NXT at times. So uh, Sanity is going to stick around for a little bit, and they'll end up feuding more than likely with the um, people that attacked them after the show, which was Kyle O'Reilly 
and Bobby Fish, who in Ring of Honor were Red Dragon. They they work very well together. Both these guys are incredible hands, very talented, uh, and they work great as a tag team. I'm so glad that NXT decided to put them together. And I fully intend, as later on you'll listen and see what happens, I fully intend this to be a big stepping stone for them, and I think they will be tag team champions before much longer. Um, next, we had Alex Alistair Black taking on Hideo Itami. This this match was just going to be hard-hitting, uh, basically beating the hell out of each other. Both these guys are good strikers. Alistair Black is so over with the fans. He is a legit badass uh and he comes across as that way. And him and Dale Tommy went to war. They were punching each other. They were kicking each other. It got a little stiff. You could tell because Aleister Black actually ended up with a busted nose. This match was fun, back and forth, uh, striking, hard-hitting, uh, violence, if you want to call it that. It wasn't over-the-top hardcore violence, but it was it was a very well-structured match around the hard-hittingness that they are. And uh, I really thought this match was going to, overachieve and, and they did a great job and they really did that they told a great story and it put them both over as being legit badasses uh hands up to both of them hand, thumbs up to both of, both of them as Alistair Black picks up the win over Hideo Itami and moves on I fully intend if he's not on the main roster soon he's gonna have to be NXT champion because he's just he's so good and he's so over it would make no sense to keep him down um, which I don't think you're doing, but I think you're doing a slow build to it which is I'm okay with it because the, the arc of Alistair Black is gonna be very fun Next up, we had uh, what I thought might be the uh, match of the night Saturday with the NXT Women's Championship as Asuka, the defending undefeated champion, taking on Ember Moon. Asuka has been undefeated for 180-something matches or something like that. She's beaten Goldberg's supposedly undefeated record. Uh, She's never been pinned, and it's, it's just incredible what she's been able to do and to hold the title as long as she has. And her and Ember Moon are probably the two best women in uh, NXT right now. Asuka is definitely one of the best in the world. And the only thing I think holding Asuka back is the fact that her, uh, maybe it's her, the fact that her English isn't that strong. But, I mean, it's good enough. It's no worse than Shinsuke Nakamura's, and he's one of the main stars. But I fully intend her to be, again, brought up to the main roster. But as far what I've read is uh, Triple H is trying to keep her in NXT for a little bit because she's so good and she's so over with the fans. She puts on great matches with everybody she has. Um, it takes nothing away from Ember Moon. Ember Moon is, when she first came in, I didn't I didn't know that much about her. I was not a huge fan of her. She has completely won me over. She is one of the best uh, female professional wrestlers on the planet. She does. She's a very good overall talent. Her mic skills have come a long way, and in the ring, she is just, she, she's up there with the Charlottes and the Sh- Sashas and the Oscars. Um, Oscar actually wins this match by submission, so Oscar retains again, which kind of shocked me. I thought it might be Ember Moon's uh, chance, time to win the championship, so Oscar gets called up to the main roster, but they're going a certain way, and I fully intend Ember Moon's probably going to be the um, NXT Women's Champion at some point coming up, but right now, Asuka, I guess they're not taking the butt off. They're they're building to something with Asuka. I don't know what they're building to. I'm really excited to see it. This match was incredible. Back and forth drama. Both these women, they gel together so well. They've told great stories. Every match they've had have been great, and this one was just, it's probably the best one of the night. It's hard-hitting. It's fast-paced. It's aerial. It's groundwork. It is just great, and and this, like I said, this is probably my match of the night. Um, it if you have, haven't have seen any of these matches, they're all available on the WWE Network. Um, you can go and watch them now. 
And, and you should really do it if you enjoy professional wrestling, and especially if you enjoy pro- women's professional wrestling. This match right here is one of the ones you watch because it, it's just that great. The next one was the main event of the evening that Saturday night, and it was the NXT Championship as Drew McIntyre, who has finally come back to NXT. He was the chosen one uh, years ago by Vince McMahon to be the next uh, big thing in WWE. He floundered through through one reasons or other reasons, and he was let go. He went on a tear on the indie scene in TNA and in Ring of Honor and in on the independent circuit. He completely re-energized his career and made himself a, a, a hand that you just had to have and a star. And they brought him back in the NXT, and he's been undefeated since he's been there, and he's taking on the defending champion, Mr. Glorious himself. That's right, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode is he's so much bigger than NXT right now. I hate to see him go, but this man deserves to be a main eventer on Raw or SmackDown, whatever. He has all the tools to be a top guy. He is incredible in the ring. His his mats, his psychology is great. His in-ring performance is awesome, and his mic skills are great. And just the gimmick of him being glorious, him being better than you, he plays it so well. He was one of the best TNA ever had, and when he came to NXT, I knew it wouldn't be long before he was a champion, and he did has. He's done a great job um, defending the title against Nakamura and against Ty Dillinger and against these multiple comers, and he puts on a great performance. I have not seen this man have a bad performance in NXT against anybody, and this match was a slow build at the beginning. It, it, it didn't take off. It wasn't 120 miles per hour right out of the gate. It did a slow, gradual build through the main to where the they went from a slow build to the climax of it was just incredible with these two putting on a hell of a show and the crowd just eating it up and Drew McIntyre uh winning the NXT championship and it it was it was a great moment because Drew McIntyre like I said from going to being the chosen one to being a jobber to getting released and just reinventing himself he has completely come full circle right now and he has proven that he is one of the best uh there is and in NXT, he's he's doing a great job. And he'll be on the main roster again soon. You're going to hear me say a lot about the NXT guys. But I think it's his time to lead NXT as Bobby Roode kind of transitions into being a main eventer for the big talent. But the big thing after this was the fact that we, after the match, you see Drew McIntyre in the ring and he is celebrating. And then you see Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly come in. You're thinking, what goes on? And... All of a sudden, from behind, Drew McIntyre gets attacked by none other than Adam Cole, baby. That's right. Adam Cole is now in NXT. Adam Cole, just coming off Ring of Honor, just coming from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Adam Cole is the hottest free agent that is out right now. And he just showed up on the scene, blasting Drew McIntyre, aligning himself with Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. He is making himself there, starting a little Ring of Honor uh, crew. I guess it's going to be a faction, and I fully intend other Ring of Honor guys to probably be a part of this, as you'll probably see Roderick Strong join it and things like that, but it was so, so great. So uh, It was so fun to watch it. The NXT shows usually end up having a, a surprise like this, and it, it everybody knew it was coming, but it was still a great thing to see. And so welcome, Adam Cole, to the NXT family. I look forward to seeing you and Drew McIntyre go at it, and I look forward to seeing more of it as we see it come forward. And that's all we're going to talk about NXT. We're going to talk about now what happened uh, Sunday night. That's right, Sunday night with SummerSlam. Probably it's one of the four big pay-per-views of WWE. We're talking Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series are the big four. This is three out of the big four. 
and I'm not doing the kickoff show because it's 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 just too much, and I didn't I didn't care about those matches. I'm sorry, I don't. Uh, There's way too much. This, this thing was six hours long with the pre-show, and it's just the stuff like that just kind of takes me out of it. That's a lot of wrestling to ingest. But we're going to get into just the, what happened in the main card. The first match out of the gate was John Cena versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, former, former Mr. Money in the Bank, uh, the, this past Tuesday on SmackDown, tried to cash in against Jinder Mahal. John Cena distracts him. Jinder Mahal rolls him up, pins him, so he no longer gets the title shot. So he's taking John Cena on right here. And we fully know what happens here. John Cena wins. Blah, blah, blah. I'm, 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 I'm over this. I love John Cena. I mean, John Cena's done a lot for the business, but he's become a part-timer. No matter what he wants to say, he's becoming a part-timer. He's transitioning out. I don't know where they're going with this. I don't know what the reasoning behind having Baron Corbin lose here unless he's got heat or something on him. But Cena should not have won, but that's not my call. I'm not the one doing it, so we're just moving on. Next, we had the SmackDown Women's Championship match uh, against Natalia taking on the defending champion Naomi that's right she said you're going to feel the glow this match wasn't bad for what it was uh both these women put on the best show they can N- Natalia is uh a locker room leader she's one of the most seasoned uh female wrestlers the WWE has right now and she she's really good comes from the lineage of the Hart Foundation Naomi has come a long way and she's proven herself that she cares about this business and is actually trying to be uh, recognized as one of the best. They put on a good match. I'm not going to say it's a great match, but they did do it. They did a, will, a good job for what it was, and I, I really I enjoyed the match for what it was. And I'm glad to see Natalia uh, win the match and become the SmackDown Women's Champion. It's been seven years, I believe, since she's held a title, and she really deserves it. She's put in the work and she's done everything she can for the company. And I, this is a good spot for her, even though I fully thought Carmella was going to cash in on her. The money, the Miss Money in the Bank didn't happen. They gave Natalia her moment, and it's it's a fun moment. I'm glad they did, so props to Natalia. Next was a throwaway match. It was Big Show versus Big Cass with Enzo Amore in a shark cage spinning above the ring. This match is, I don't understand what they're doing. They're trying. I know they're trying to make Cass look legitimate like he's a, a threat and they're trying to put him with a veteran to make things better but the match was nothing special I mean and, and they had Enzo Amore in the shark cage and he ends up lathering himself up in oil and slipping out between the bars jumping down and Cass still gets the win I, I don't understand this I'm, I'm I'm over this Cass wins we're moving on to the next one next one is a match again I'm not talking about I'm sorry it's Rusev versus Randy Orton Rusev attacks Randy Orton before the match Rusev gets RKO'd, Rusev loses. This is ridiculous, okay? Uh, Rusev is a great hand. He's one of the best they got. He could really be a star, and they just continue to bury him. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's done something, If it, what the deal is, but they're burying Rusev. There's been a rumor that he asked for his release, which I wouldn't doubt because they have just wasted him. They have treated him like a jobber to the stars and it's 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 not worth it. He's a he's good he's a good talent and he deserves a lot better than what he had. He has a seal of approval from from uh Stone Cold, Jim Ross, all these big name people who are respected in the wrestling community love him and for some reason Vince just buries him. And I don't understand it. And, and Randy Orton, Randy Orton, I'm so over Randy Orton. Uh, no matter heel or face, he talks the same, cuts the same promos, does the same moves. He has not evolved his character in ten years. Randy Orton is so stale. I'm so over Randy Orton being anything. He, he has the potential to be one of the greats, and he just phones it in every time he's in, so I'm done talking about that. They screwed Rusev over. They squashed him. 
I don't, I'm sorry, Roos, if you deserve better. If you get, if you ask for your release, I hope you get it. I hope you're going to do great things because this is ridiculous. Next up, we had a really good match between uh, the Raw Women's Champion, Alexa Bliss, defending against the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Great match. Uh, Alexa Bliss has be- grown leaps and bounds. She has become so great. When she got called up, I thought it was way too early for her to leave NXT, and she just completely proved me wrong. She's the only woman to hold the Raw Women's Championship and the SmackDown Women's Championship, not at the same time, but she's the only woman who has held both of those titles. She puts on great matches with almost anybody. She has grown leaps and bounds. She's still green at certain times, but she's done really well. They're making her a focal point of the women's revolution, and I just give her a thumbs up. And Sasha Banks, Sasha Banks, I don't think Sasha Banks can have that bad of a match with anybody. She can make anybody look good. She's that great of a female. She's that great of a wrestler and a performer. And these two put on a, a good show. They went out there. They gave it their all. There was some scary spots, but it's mainly because of Alexa Bliss being shorter. That some of the times when she hits, it just didn't look good. But I mean, everybody turned out okay, as far as I know. And Sasha gets the submission win to win the women's uh, Raw Women's Championship, making her a four-time women's champion. So, thumbs up to uh, Sasha Banks. I fully intend this is going to lead to a heel turn with her facing Bayley, leading up to Survivor Series, possibly Royal Rumble. Who knows? They have great chemistry. They can put on great matches. So, I'm looking forward to that. So, next up, we had Bray Wyatt taking on Finn Balor, the demon Finn Balor. Uh, after the Bray Wyatt poured bl- the the blood pain, I don't we don't I don't know exactly what they wanted to be on him this past Tuesday. We got the Demon Finn Balor, the Demon King, coming out in full Demon Regala smoke. And if you've never seen this entrance, it is wild. It is something cool to see. If you've never been a part of a Finn Balor entrance, then you don't know professional wrestling. That the entire crowd is in it. I've had the pleasure of being a part of a Finn Balor entrance. And it was one of the best times of professional wrestling I ever had. This match, though, I mean, it wasn't. It it was paint by numbers. Bray Wyatt loses. Finn Balor goes over, which he should. But Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt's become that jobber to the stars, like Rusev, except they put him in feuds with big names. And he, if he if he ever technically wins the feud, is he can't do it by himself. Um, they have hurt his character so much, and he had all the potential to be the next Undertaker, and they have hurt his character so much to the fact that I don't know if he can recover. I really don't. But that's all it is. The match was good for what it was. It went a little shorter than I thought. Uh, Finn Balor puts, did his best to make this match as best he can, and Bray Wyatt did too. This this isn't the best match on the show. It's probably one of the weaker matches, but it's two different styles, and... I'm not going to say it was a terrible match. It just wasn't great. Next up, we had the Raw Tag Team Championship match. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus, the bar, defending against uh, two-thirds of the Shield, Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose win. This is leading to a Shield reunion. I don't know who they're going to go against, but that's what it's leading to. I know. I don't understand putting the belts on them. I know they're bigger talents, and you wanted the whole Shield reunion thing. But, I mean, you had, I know the Revival got hurt, but you had the Revival. You had, you have Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. You have these tag teams, legitimate tag teams. I don't understand putting the titles on these two singles guys that got put together because they were once in a faction, but they were never actually a team. But, I mean, that's WWE for you. They take their stars and they book weird. The match wasn't bad for what it was. It's just eh, kind of a throwaway. 
Next up, you have the United States Championship match. AJ Styles defending against Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon as a referee. This has a weird build to where AJ Styles wins the match at a wins the title at a house show. Owens wins it back. Styles wins it back, but there's controversy with Owens' shoulder being up, but the ref doesn't see it because of a hurt eye, which brings Shane McMahon into being a referee for the match. This match was, I mean, Owens and AJ Styles put on a, a good match. They they just had, they do they've done it a million times, so they know each other's capabilities and limitations. So they they do they do have a good match. They have good chemistry. This match wasn't great. Uh, I didn't like the way it was booked. Shane McMahon's getting bumped around left and right and just problem after problem. Uh, AJ Styles retains after hitting the phenomenal forearm in the Styles Clash. The match wasn't great, It was, but it, it was an okay match because both the performers overperform when they try to. I just didn't really like the way it was booked with the, with the Shane dem demographics and everything else. Um, next up, we had... Uh, the WWE championship match between Jinder Mahal, the modern-day Maharaja, and the artist, which I hate them calling him that, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, the cool part about this was before all the matches, they always show like a, a video highlight, a vignette, whatever you want to call it, of leading up to the match, what it was. This one was a great video package before the match, talking about um, Jinder Mahal basically representing India, even though he's Canadian, he is of Indian Indian descent. Uh, he's representing the uh, country of India, and then you have Shinsuke Nakamura representing the country of Japan, and they made it a real international flair. The the video package was the best part of this match. Um, I love Shinsuke Nakamura. Jinder Mahal, I've been giving him a chance, but they 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 booked him as a champion because they got into India and they wanted to have a star, you know, some an India Indian home um, India born wrestler holding the belt to boost ratings in India as they get into that market. And they have just, he was a jobber leading up until he won the championship. Like nobody expected him to do it. He finally won it and they booked him horribly to where he can't win a match without outside interference. He doesn't look like a strong champion. And this match right here was just, it was not good. Um, these two, I don't know if it was, if they just had a bad night or what the match didn't jail. It didn't seem like they had any chemistry in the ring. It was a little sloppy on both ends. Um, Nakamura was great. He did what he could. And even Jinder Mahal, who's a good hand, he tried. It just it never clicked. These two never clicked, in my opinion. And at the end of the match, Jinder Mahal botches his own finisher. He doesn't get it right. He picks up the win. He retains. I don't know what they're doing with this. I, 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 knew he, I figured he would. I kind of thought he was going to win because they have an India tour coming up. But it makes it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's kind of strange to me. But anyway, like I said, the match was this, this match was kind of a stinker. Um, they just didn't gel well. I, I don't mind either one of these guys. I like Sinsuke Nakamura and Jinder Mahal. Never, I never had a problem with him. I thought he was a good worker. But they just didn't gel. The match just wasn't. It, it wasn't that great of a match. And I I don't know where they're gonna go with Jinder here. But I fully intend uh, AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship at WrestleMania to be happening. That's what I think is going to happen, and I really hope that's what's happening. Next up, we have the match that everybody, everybody who bought this pay-per-view, everybody who bought the network, everybody was waiting for the Universal Championship match as the reigning defending champion, Brock Lesnar. Shout out to Paul Heyman. Um, and Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe and versus Braun Strowman. This match was hard-hitting. This match was brutal. 
This match was great. Um, it wasn't technical. It wasn't a lot of great selling. It was Braun Strowman beating the hell out of everybody. Braun Strowman, they made him look so strong in this match that I am just, uh, I'm shocked. Like, he, he, he didn't, Brock Lesnar retains the championship in this. I'm over Brock Lesnar. Um, I know he's a draw, and I understand he's a big name. I'm over the whole shtick of Suplex City. Come in, Suplex, 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 Fat Five, repeat, win. I'm over that. Roman Reigns, I'm I'm over the Roman Reigns thing. He's not. He, he, I've I've given him a chance, but he's gotten to the point now to where all he does is Superman punch spear, Superman punch spear, Superman punch spear, hua spear spear, Superman punch drop kick on the airing. That's all he's doing. He might have a Samoan drop once in a while. Like he is, he started off with a few moves and he has reverted to having three at most. And it's just, it's the same thing with, that I said with Brock. It's the same rinse, rinse, wash, repeat with him. Now Samoa Joe, I was hoping him or Braun Strowman won this match. Uh, Samoa Joe earned, deserves to be a Universal Champion, WWE Champion. He deserves all of that. Um, he is, he's a veteran. He works his ass off, and he had one of the best matches. With Brock Lesnar that I've I've seen in a long time with Lesnar at the Great Balls of Fire pay per view, and what they did with him in that even in defeat they made him look strong and like a star. They did that with Strowman here. Strowman destroyed Brock Lesnar in this match. They made Strowman look like a monster. He took out everybody, and he ended up taking you know multiple people to take him out. Um, but Braun Strowman I think gained a lot of fanfare. I think he gained a lot of respect in fans because they absolutely booked him incredibly. Even in defeat, he came out the strongest in this match. Just overall the way he's looking. Samoa Joe didn't get a lot of offense in this. Like he wasn't a big part of it, and it kind of shocked me. But I know they were trying to tell the story of Roman Reigns. They were trying to tell the story of Brock Lesnar getting destroyed, and they were telling the Braun Strowman this was the tale of Braun Strowman and his coming to age. I guess you want to say great, great performance by all these men. If I don't like them, whatever, they still pulled off. You know, they they did all did their part very well. This was a great, like I said, hard-hitting match, and uh, Brock Lesnar won it. I was hoping Strowman or Joe won it. Maybe a little too early for Strowman, so I knew he was the, like the he was the biggest underdog to win this. I thought they might actually put it on Joe. I really did, and I was fully thinking that if anybody, if whoever won, I was thinking that Joe was going to take the pinfall. If if he didn't win, Joe was taking the pinfall. And I was wrong on that. Uh, Roman Reigns actually took the pinfall from Brock Lesnar after an F5. But again, fun, great, brutal, physical match between four guys. All these guys have talent. All these guys are great. Braun Strowman is a future main eventer for years to come. Samoa Joe still has gas in the tank to be a top guy for a while. Roman Reigns are still trying to push him as being the, the the new face of the company. I I don't know when they're going to change it. He's polarizing as John Cena right now to where he's getting booed and cheered, and I think they're looking at that as a win when they to me they really shouldn't be looking at it as a win. I mean, you're what you're doing with that is you're getting people to tune in to either see him get his ass kicked or see him win. So you're getting both of it, and I understand that, but it's just to me I hate the I don't like it when a guy rides the fence. It's pick one or the other. Be a babyface or be a heel. I don't care which one, just pick one. And I don't like the way they're booking him as Super Roman right now. But having him take the pinfall, I think, might actually help a little bit. Uh, but it was just it was, a, it was a great physical match. And, again, Braun Strowman gets two thumbs up because he came out of this looking like a monster and looking like a, a star and the next big thing. Um, 
So that's that's gonna be it. I mean that that's it. That was NXT and the uh, SummerSlam review. Um, it, again, uh, the NXT show was the best show of the of the weekend. NXT always overperforms, and that's if you had to choose between one of the two to watch, that's the one to watch. Um, but the the fatal four way for the Universal Championship was a a great match, and it lived up to the hype that it, it was built with it they it did live up and i'm looking forward to see where they go with it and hopefully joe or Strowman gets the belt uh universal title before long because i i hate having a the the main flag bearer champion of your show being a part-timer i, I just can't i can't stand it um but anyway that's that's it for this week uh, i want to thank you all again for listening to the nerd pool podcast uh follow me on twitter at nerd pool pod uh follow me on instagram at Nerdpool Podcast. Um, I'm going to be coming on Twitch soon. YouTube channel starting soon. Thank you all again for listening. Thank you for giving me a little bit of time out of your day. That's Nerdpool for this week. So for all the chimichangas and tacos out there, until next time, see you.